you're very welcome to Out of the Ordinary with me, Brenda Donoghue. Today I find myself in a very scenic part of the world, Cliffany in Sligo, with the Ben Bulban Mountains all around me. I'm outside the home of Jerry and Shauna Gallagher, and they have three children, Lily, Kyle and Rory. Now, Rory was born in 2012, and yes, he is named after the legendary blues guitarist Rory Gallagher, but shortly after Rory's birth, he was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and was told he would never walk or talk. But Rory's parents were determined to give him every chance in life to fulfil his potential. Rory Gallagher fans worldwide came to his aid and raised funds to send Rory to St. Louis in the US of A for pioneering surgery that would enable him to finally walk. Now, I'm looking forward to meeting the Gallaghers and I'm just walking up the drive now and it is a beautiful sunny day and I'm just approaching the lovely green front door now give the door a knock oh actually there's a bell as well but you're oh hello you must be Shauna. Absolutely, I'm Shauna. It's <laughs> lovely pleasure. to meet you, Shauna. You really too. lovely. Great, thanks for having us on Out of the Ordinary today. Come on in, see Mr. Rory. Hello. This is Jerry, my hubby. Brenda, nice to meet you. And I'll just wave at Rory because I won't freak him out just yet. Oh, don't be dad. Tell me a little bit about yourself and Jerry and the family unit here. How many have we living in the house? Okay, well, basically myself and Jerry, I suppose, are um, a love story of sorts. Um, we met um, when I was doing my junior cert. I suppose we've spent the last 19 years together. Three beautiful children. Kyle is our eldest. He's 16 in, in transition year. And Lily... I wish you well with that. I'll say no more. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know exactly how much work has been done this year, but uh, he tells me some. And then we have little Lily, who is 11, just gone. And then Rory is the baby of the family and Rory just turned three. Jerry's surname is Gallagher. Is it a coincidence that you called your youngest son Rory as a tribute to the one and only, the great Rory Gallagher? Um, it's no coincidence at all. Um, it was very much done on purpose. Jerry is a huge fan of Rory Gallagher, the rock and blues legend, as is my teenage son Kyle. I suppose just to give you a, a kind of a quick idea of where we're coming from, my sister had had a baby and myself and Jerry had our family finished. And of course, I got broody, I think, as many women do. And um, while on a trip in Germany, I decided to say to Jerry, I think we should definitely have a, a third baby. And uh, a little bit of convincing it took. And we were very blessed to get pregnant. And Kyle was delighted because all he had ever wanted was a little brother. And straight away, they started this, it'll be Rory Gallagher. And I said, no, no, stop. You can't. That's just mad. Everyone will laugh at us. You can't do that. So they harped and harped for months and I suppose in some ways, unfortunately, little Rory, um, he arrived very premature at eight weeks early into the world. And when they placed him up on my chest, I suppose I only had him there for maybe a minute or so. But Jerry looked at me and he said, well, and I says, yeah, he's Rory Gallagher. And that was it. <laughs> What's going on? Can you correct my vision? Helping my decision? What's going on? You know what I'm needing. You won't find me kneeling. It just seemed to fit. It did. It absolutely did. There's something very unique about Rory Gallagher, the rock and blues legend, obviously. And there was something very unique and very special about my little Rory. And I suppose at the time, 
I mightn't have realised it, but it was probably the most fantastic decision that I had made to go with that name because with the name it brought so many new people into my life and it brought so many people into little Rory's life who I know are going to stay with him throughout his life and help him. Gallagher's song have a story and they all have a meaning and an awful lot of them they kind of touch home with me um, you know I did suffer with depression when I got little Rory's diagnosis um, when he was eight months old and the music as, as silly as it sounded it kind of did help me and I just kind of found that I could kind of drift off and and really relax and enjoy it so yeah um, yeah we're both there now I think at this stage <laughs> Now, you mentioned there the diagnosis. So he was born eight weeks premature. You brought him home. Did you feel instantly that there was a problem with Rory, that there was something not quite right? I did. And I think that that's a mother's instinct. Mm. Um, Like we had a really tough time with little Rory. And there were days that we were told we may not ever get to bring him home. So I suppose... In what, in what way? Well, he arrived into the world at four pound four um, in very poor condition. He was taken from me more or less immediately. Um, There was an awful lot of people in the room at Rory's birth um, and it was a very, very scary, scary, scary experience. I got to see Rory myself for the first time after that. He was about six hours old and he was in bad condition. He was um, tubes everywhere, to be honest. He was very frail. He looked like a frog, as silly as that may sound, but he was that fragile. Um, But, you know, the days went on and Rory got stronger and stronger. And we were blessed. Um, Eight weeks later, we were told, take him home and enjoy him. So we took him home and obviously we were on a high. After about maybe two or three hours, I just kind of felt as if Rory was just a little bit different to the other two. And I just said it to Jerry, you know, Jerry, do you remember bringing Lily home? And he's like, yeah. And I, do you remember how settled she was? He's like, yeah. I was like, you know, Rory, he's not, he's not settling and he's, he's not content. And I suppose as the days went on, to me as a mum, my instincts were telling me that he's, he's just that little bit different than the other two. Now, all premature babies receive physio. So Rory was receiving physio and all premature babies are seen by the paediatrician monthly. Look, I just knew, I says, you know, there's something just not quite right with little Rory here. But, you know, everyone was telling me, no, he was fine. And I was starting to think maybe I am kind of imagining this or it was a very peculiar situation to find myself in. So we persevered on. I suppose by the time Rory was six months old, he had only had his first smile. And I remember being delighted, you know, this big day, first smile and writing it down in his baby book and going upstairs to find Lily's baby book. And when I compared, Lily was smiling at six weeks and Rory was smiling at six months. And I said, Jerry. You know, look at this, like this is just something not right with little Rory here, you know. I brought, I suppose, my concerns to the physio. She, like the others, you know, was giving me the encouragement that he was fine. Up until he was seven and a half months. And she said, you know, I'm going to get the paediatrician to, to see him and we'll organise, you know, an emergency MRI. So I packed up my baby bag and I left the hospital in tears. And I got home and I, you know, told Jerry what they'd said. And two of us couldn't get our head around it. And the phone rang. It was the hospital. And they said, bring Rory in for an emergency MRI on Monday. He had his MRI and he was violently sick afterwards. Thursday morning, we went into the hospital. Every time we go in, the hospital is packed. I mean, you wait for hours. And we had Rory with us in the buggy. And I started to cry. And Jerry looked at me and he says, what's wrong? And I said, there's nobody here. And he said, well, sure, that's great. We'll be in and out fast. 
I said, no, that's not great. I said, we're going to get bad news. I said, there's nobody here. So we sat down. We were called in straight away. And the paediatrician looked at me. He's got cerebral palsy. He will never walk. He'll never talk. And he'll be in a wheelchair by three. My world ended. I was gutted. My heart was absolutely broke. There wasn't an awful lot said. There wasn't a lot that could be said. Um, I was gutted because this baby that I suppose I so desperately wanted. I felt that there and then that he was gone and that he was stolen from me. All of the wishes I had for him. I wanted him more than I wanted anything. I rubbed my tummy every night and I dreamt about a little boy in red wellies and that was going to be my Rory Gallagher. And I dreamt about him coming around the garden after me, pulling out, you know, my plants and making a mess and going to the beach with the dog and all those things. And I felt in them few minutes it was all gone so quickly. I came home very much changed. I didn't get out of bed for months. I didn't talk to anybody. I distanced myself from my family and my friends. I had to take time off work. I just couldn't cope. I never stopped loving him, but I felt like I did. I stopped feeding him. I stopped interacting with him. I just couldn't cope. Jerry took me to the doctor and I was given some antidepressants, which did help. And I started exercising. I became addicted to spinning. I was spinning six days a week. <laughs> but it was my, it was my, I burnt everything out there. Every bit of stress I had, every mm. little bit of annoyance, it was burning out there. Do and you I'm, beat yourself up over reacting like that? Yeah, I do. I would consider myself to be a very strong woman. And I crumbled. I lost months with him. And Shauna, can I go back to April 2013 when you got the diagnosis of cerebral palsy? Can you give me, I suppose, a straightforward definition of what cerebral palsy is? I can now. At the time, obviously, yeah. I hadn't a clue what it is. But basically, Rory has cerebral palsy, spastic diplegia. Cerebral palsy is a form of brain damage. Most likely can be a lack of oxygen at birth or an infection. Diplegia is of the lower two limbs. So basically, little Rory's lower half has been mostly affected which is why that Rory, I suppose, hasn't been walking up to now. There's a tightness in his body. Um, cerebral palsy can affect eyesight, speech, gross motor skills, a whole range of skills. But you did get out of the bed and you went spinning and you did a few things. But what was the moment where you said, OK, hang on a second, I'm not going to take this. He's not going to walk. He's not going to talk again. And how did you galvanise yourself? Well, throughout the time that I had spent in bed, um, I started researching online what could be done for children with cerebral palsy. And I'll never forget this one morning, Jerry walked into the room and he says to me, he needs you. And he had Rory in his arms. And that was the moment that everything changed. Because here I was sitting on the computer, I suppose in the very early stages of Googling what could be done. Here was my little baby who did actually need me. And I did love him. And I took him in my arms and Jerry took me in his arms. And I cried. I said, Rory was very, very happy. He was more comfortable. He was at ease. And I think, you know, there is that kind of a connection between myself and Rory. But Google became my best friend and Rory became my best friend. And we spent so many times together in the bed on Google researching what could be done to help Rory. And I came across um, an operation called selective dorsal rhizotomy. And it was being performed by a neurosurgeon in St. Louis in Missouri and my research led me to find out that 19 Irish children at this stage had had this surgery and were successfully walking. So I didn't do too much I just kept reading and researching and trying to contact the parents who had experienced this surgery and, and had gone through with the procedure. Now all the while little Rory was not talking 
to hear that your child is going to be in a wheelchair, it's very hard. To me, it was worse that he'd never talk because I wanted to know if he was sore, if he was happy, what he wanted. I was upset about the idea of him being in a wheelchair, but I was gutted by the idea that he'd never speak. So I started putting my mouth to his cheek and I'd say, Mama, Mama. And I was doing this repeatedly. And I'll never forget Kyle and myself having a, a lovely row. This uh, is the eldest boy. Yes, yeah. teenager. Uh, oh, this is a waste of time. Stop this crack. Give in, you know. It's not going to happen, Mum. And I remember saying, Kyle, if you give up on him, he has no chance. Like, he's no hope. We can't give up. I said, I never give up. I said, so if you can do one thing for me, I said, keep talking to him. And uh, he came running out one day. He says, Rory says, Dada. And I said, I go away, you know, I was doing the potatoes or whatever. Uh, but sure enough, he had. And from that day forward, he never, ever stopped. He's a great wee chatter. Come on in, Brendan. Sure, look, we'll, uh, we'll have a bit of crack and see what he's up to in here. I hope he's not still making you strange me? with me. Can you me? Leave. <laughs> hey! Hello, Mr. Scooty Cat. He wants I me to leave. No. Oh, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hide. Mammy's gone hiding. Where's she gone? Where's she gone? Get out. We are having too much fun. You can go and hide. What's your name? Rory Gallagher. Rory Gallagher. And how old are you? I'm three. You're three. Are you going to go to school soon? Yeah. Yeah. And what are you going to do at school? Football. Football. And what else are you going to do at school? I'm going to meet girls. You're going to meet girls? <laughs> are you going to have a girlfriend at school? Yeah. What? What about mummy? Oh my goodness, Shona. He is fantastic. Yeah. So what an amazing job you did. You didn't uh, give thanks. up. That's no, incredible. Brenda. And I honestly think that for anybody out there, never give up, no matter mm. what they say, no matter how bad the diagnosis is. Keep going, keep trucking, and you'd be surprised. I'm just going back into the kitchen with your mammy, Rory, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Out of the Ordinary with Brenda Donoghue on RTE Radio 1 Extra. So that's the speech. Then we have to look at this operation. And we have to look at the connection with his name and the fans and the funding. Oh. Tell us a little <laughs> bit about the operation that you really wanted him to have, first and foremost. Okay, well, look, I researched as much as I could about this operation. I was taking no chances. This yeah. was my little boy, major surgery, you know, a six-hour procedure on the table, mm-hmm. massive work. I sent off an application to Missouri, um, to Dr. Park. Um, it was it nearly it was an hour and a half long of a video of Rory in all his capacities, how he got around the house. We couldn't believe it when it came back. Rory was the ideal candidate for this surgery. Um, and what, what did you hope to achieve with the surgery? I mean, it's not going to instantly make him walk. No, it's not. It's going to take two years. And Dr. Park has guaranteed us that if we follow the programme, seven days a week of intensive physiotherapy, we'll take Rory down to Limerick for intensive physio. And we'll also be taking Rory over to Hungary. But little Rory will walk into school at five years old with no frame, no crutches, no nothing. From a medical point of view, what was he doing to Rory? What was the aim of the operation? Well, Dr. Park is um, a neurosurgeon. What he was going to do, or actually what he did, was he went in through Rory's spine. He took out two of his vertebrae. Now, it is brain surgery. It's been done on the spine. And he tested all of the signals. Signals were coming from the brain down in through Rory's spine. And they were leaving his legs scissorsing. So he couldn't take steps. They were leaving his legs tight. Rory was in pain every night. He cried hysterically every night for the last three months up to his surgery. Dr. Park was severing off the nerves that were sending the wrong signals so that left Rory pain-free. 
His legs don't scissors anymore. He wiggled his toes for the first time in his life three days after surgery. He walked out to me the other day to welcome me home after my shopping trip. I was delighted. That's my Facebook profile picture for the week. Forever. Yes, forever. (laughs) No, no, Brenda, we're going to get rid of that frame. (laughs) But no, it's been it's been just wow. Okay, so you and Jerry have pinpointed the operation you believe will help Rory. Is there not something within the state now where they can fund children's operations abroad? Because I'm sure an operation like that isn't cheap. No, for sure it's not cheap. Um, Unfortunately, little Rory didn't meet the criteria laid out by the HSE. And we were... Why? He wasn't uh, four. The top criteria is that the child must be four. And little Rory was just two. Dr. T.S. Park has said that the ideal age for the operation is two. So I felt that we were very much against the clock and that as the months were going on, Rory was becoming more tight. He was in more pain and his feet were actually deforming by the month. So I said, look, let's do this. Let's fundraise. We don't have a choice. It's Rory. I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm his mum and I was going to do whatever it took to get Rory that surgery because I knew that it was going to help him. How much money are we talking about? We're talking about €120,000. Yeah. Now we're not done, Brenda. That's really just got us to where we are today. We're mm. still actively fundraising for Rory to try and, I suppose, keep up with the cost of the physio. Um, it's costing us 700 a week. Um, I'm currently off work now myself because I need to put in the time with Rory. But it's going to pay off and it might take two years of my life, but it's going to ultimately give him the life that he deserves. And if there was ever a chance that he was going to walk, I was the woman that was going to make it. So 120,000. I'm sure you had that in your bank account. Oh, goodness, Brenda, I only wish. <laughs> How did you go about raising that kind of money? It all started one weekend. I said, look, we got to do this. Let's get a Facebook page up and running. You know, I was kind of anxious enough, you know, people talking about me and I suppose, you know, what I'd been through. And an awful lot of the neighbours didn't realise about Rory because I had hid him away. Half. What do you mean you'd hid him away? Um, I suppose when I was depressed, I felt that this was a slightly a bit of a shamed, maybe that, you know, it was my fault or what was wrong with him or could I not fix him or I suppose it goes back to one incident where I'd been in a shopping centre with him the cashier says to me what's wrong with him and days like that you're oh you're broken so I had started to hide little Rory away but I realised that with the fundraising that was not going to be an option he's beautiful and fantastic and why not let them see him I love him to bits but I was sitting down at my table and uh, my phone rang and it was funny this man on the phone hello how's it going there goodness who's this Look, it turned out to be Barry O'Neill from the Rory Gallagher International Festival. He said, look, I, wa- I want to come up and talk to you. So I was delighted. And uh, my husband came in. He says, are oh, you crying again? <laughs> I says, you'll never believe who rang, you know, I mean, because it's only the stuff of dreams. You know, Rory Gallagher, the Rory Gallagher Festival. You know, wow. I suppose, you know, Rory Gallagher's words follow me and that. So anyway, Barry came up that evening and uh, he said, listen, guys, you know, I'm going to help you. And he spent, I think, about six hours here. He left, I think it was two o'clock in the morning. But he set us up with a website. It was unreal. Overnight, thousands come in. Messages come in. Hundreds of messages come in. From? Fans all over the world. Rory Gallagher fans. Rory Gallagher fans. I'm trying to kind of grasp, but how many fans, famous fans... What happened? Oh, How did they raise the money? Overnight, it literally changed. You know, we had the website up and running. We had videos of Rory. We had Rory's story. We had, I suppose, my story. And it was there for the fans to see that little Rory needed their help. Barry had put up an appeal to the fans to get behind us and to help little Rory's wish to walk become a wish come true. A little boy who wanted to rock, a little boy who wanted to dance. You know, it was all the fans and the love was unreal. 
And a little boy called after their hero. Well, this is it. You know, Brian May from Queen donated money in. We've had a, a fella from Australia by the name of Patrick Fairchild. He's been there from day one. You know, he's watching the story. Um, I've had guys from Holland. I've had all nationalities come in. The messages are fantastic. The support has been more than more than you could dream. When did you actually hit the total and how? We hit the total about three weeks before we were to to go off to the States with Rory. We had the UCaring page up and running and the total was literally rising. At this stage now, Shawnee, you're packing your bags, you're flying off to the United States for the operation. Are you apprehensive or are you just, this is what I want, we're there? Oh, Brenda, apprehensive didn't even come close to it. Right. You have everybody watching. You start to doubt yourself. This is massive surgery. What if we come back and he's not walking? What if people are left disappointed? And the fear set in and that was absolutely horrendous. We met Dr. Park. We were instantly at ease. I felt that I could hand over my little boy, two years old, and it would be okay. When they took him... I'm going, no, 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 I don't want to hear this. That's awful. Yeah, when they took him away, he was tiny. This massive bed, this tiny little boy. He was completely... Brilliant, as he always is. And he smiled and he waved goodbye. And I cried first, was two hours. Six and a half hours in surgery was a long time. Yeah. Um, I sat there very lonely. Mum, I suppose, with Jerry with me as well. Nothing, nothing come close to that moment when they said he was, he was done, he was out, he was in recovery and we could get to see him. He was obviously not in the best of condition. He had an epidural in, he had masks on, he was pretty sick. Um, he was groggy and he was in and out. But he was over, it was done. He'd had his surgery. Day three after his surgery, he wiggled his toes for the first time in his life. And that was a moment that was completely magical. He was able to bring his knees all the way up to his chest. He could have never done that before. His legs were floppy. They were free. There was no tightness. There was no spasticity. He was happier and content in himself. He knew that something had changed. You could see it in his face. Day four, up and out of bed. Day five, standing, bearing his own weight. First time in his life. Go forward, I suppose, maybe eight or nine days. Rory's walking with a frame. This child was never to walk like here he was walking with a frame. It's okay, I'm in tears as well, <laughs> listening to you, Sean. It's fine. Um, Can you remember seeing him with the frame? Did you walk around the corner or were you there with the physio? We were there with the physio. Um, we actually have it up on our, our Facebook page. Yeah. I just was taping it on the phone. Um, I didn't expect that he'd walk. I just thought he'd stand. And um, the other physios in the room actually started to clap and applaud him. And it was fantastic. For God's sake because my little baby was walking and he was never to walk and he was doing it and I was absolutely thrilled and that was it yeah. it was my dream coming true um, a few days after that he cycled a bike for the first time in his life he has a whole new life he has a life that he was never going to be given without this surgery it's remarkable I know for you and for Jerry the work and all the fans it must be terrific to actually get the reward yeah. at the end of the day yeah like people can see it it's a, it's a live ongoing story if you yeah, like yeah. Um, for his birthday the amount of fans that come on and wish little Rory a happy birthday was mm-hmm. unreal I actually feel as if I know these people yeah. do you know what I mean and I look forward to next year's festival and meeting them and please God bring in little Rory onto the stage and hopefully rocking out you know they've been fantastic what they've given me nobody could give me they gave me hope and they made my wish come true he has a long way to go but I believe that if people can get behind us we can do it together we can make his wish to walk a wish that well and truly has come true and Sean if I can go back to the very beginning of our conversation and you were talking about the fact that when you found out you kind of took to the bed coming full circle for yourself are you lighter as a person in mood are you happier now 
Oh, I'm so much more happy, Brenda. Mm. Unbelievably happy. Not just from Rory and what we've done for Rory, but I'm happier in myself. I have a sense of confidence that I can hopefully, like I say, help other people in my position. It did change my life, but it changed it for the better. But myself and Jerry were so much more close together. Ah, at last, Jerry's come in, the husband. <laughs> you the quiet one, Jerry? Yeah, that's me. But you're the real Rory Gallagher fan. I am, yeah. I was late getting into Rory, but I used to be watching on YouTube and I was a big ACDC fan and Guns N' Roses and I just seen Rory's video there one day and I popped I popped it on and had a quick listen and I was amazed when I heard the kind of music he was putting out. So I says when Our Wee Baby came along, if it was a boy, we were going to call it Rory Gallagher. So. I don't know what made him think it was his decision, <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> But we do that very well as women. We let them think that they've made the decision. Yeah. Obviously, Sean has told me her side of him, everything that you went through together. And you were there all the time. How difficult was it for you, Jerry? Yeah, it was difficult. But uh, Sean had done most of the work now and put in a lot of effort. I just supported her hiding in the background. But See, I don't believe that. I think that more than that, Shauna would have fallen to pieces at times. You kept everybody together. Am I correct there, Shauna? He is being shy and he's um, he's not, I suppose, taking enough responsibility for what he did. He got me through it. And without him, I wouldn't have got through it. Because it's all well and good, you know, when you're meeting everybody and you plan the big smile and everything is wonderful. But at the end of the day, you know, my heart is broke. Rory is a fantastic little boy, but he's not that little boy in the Red Wellies just yet. And without Jerry, I wouldn't have been able to do what I did. And um, I suppose I want to thank him from the bottom of my heart. He's a wonderful husband and I'm very blessed. Jerry, give her a kiss for God's sake. Get a room. <laughs> now, Brenda, I'm going to go in and get Rory and get his wee splints and shoes on. We can bring him out for a wee walk. Would you like to see that? I would love to. So basically myself and Brenda are taking Rory out now to the hall for a walk, a.k.a. the shop, yeah. um, because he's got mummy's purse to look forward to and rummaging. He likes money. He's a clever boy. Absolutely. I yeah. think all children love handbags and purses. So um, you're holding him up. Um, I'm supporting as we, yeah. him as little as possible. So he's mm. taking the weight you're himself. You're holding the shoulders. Just holding his shoulders mm. now. I'm going to be letting him go in a minute. I'm going to bring him over as far as his K-Walker. So as you can see, there's some lovely red handles. Oh, that is such a great colour. And a beautiful seat. So when he's tired, he can take a wee rest. But he's not tired just yet. Cause uh, we're just starting. You are. Oh. Where's, where's that purse? Where's my purse? So you're holding out money. He's oh, in the wall. basically. Walker. Yeah, anything. So he can hear the money rattling. Yeah. And that's an incentive enough, I suppose, like any child. He's going to come down and steal all my money and head off to the shop. Are you? Are you? Yeah. Can I come shop too? No. Got him in there. No. 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 Good boy. Oh. Lovely steps, Rory. Keep coming. Great steps. Oh, you're tall. Look at you making great strides. Good boy, Rory. Come on. How much determination does that take? A lot, Brenda. That's, I suppose, 100% determination from Rory. If he didn't didn't want to do it, he wouldn't be able to do it. He's driven to do it. He's wanted to stand up since, I suppose, he was about a year. And he wants to walk. You know, he'd say, my do it, let me go. I'll do it on my own. You know, so yeah, every day he's coming on. So holding on, Rory, nice and tall. Rory, you are wonderful. Back. Can I get a kiss? Is there there any chance for a little kiss? Kiss. Oh, good boy. Now, Rory, we've come outside. You must be so proud, John. Oh, that Brenda, was amazing. Absolutely. I mean, it's more than I could wish for. And uh, yeah, his future's looking bright. He's a fantastic little boy. 
Where's the cards behind us? What's in the future? I mean, how much more work? We're looking at, I suppose, physiotherapy for life, to be realistic. Mm -hmm. We're looking at two years intensive physiotherapy. We're looking at spending a lot of time working on walking and lots of love, lots of hugs and lots of kisses. His dream and our dream is coming true. And I cannot ever thank all of the fans, all of the community and all of the people who have in any way helped us to get Rory this far. And like I say, if you can, please continue to support us because it's needed and it's so appreciated. Sean and Jerry, thank you so much for talking to me and out of the ordinary today. And more importantly, let me into your lives and your family's lives, etc. What Rory Gallagher song are we going to finish with? I'm not letting you pick, Shauna, because <laughs> Jerry, you're the diehard Rory Gallagher fan. Sorry, Brenda, yeah. I think we'll go with Moonchild. Because? Because I think it's one of Shauna's favourites, really. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. See, this is why I love him. <laughs> right, so Moonchild it is. Once again, Sean and Jerry, thank you so much for letting us into your lives. If you want to help Rory, if you want to donate, it's www.rorygallagherswishtowalk.com and you can donate money there. Just follow the instructions. It's pretty straightforward. Thank you so much. We leave you with Moonchild. Thank you, Brenda. Thanks, Brenda. Out of the Ordinary with Brenda Donoghue on RTE Radio 1 Extra.